Welcome back to the Make an Adjustment podcast. With the start of the Christmas season, I will cover a few things I've never researched before. So this will be a learning experience for you and me. But I thought it'd be fun to do it together. The church I grew up in didn't ever do Advent. And it was something my mom, uh, my mom's church did pretty often. And um, I remember like doing it, lighting the candles, but I don't think I ever really researched what's, what Advent was. So today we're going to talk about hope because this week is, was the start of Advent and the first one is hope. And that was the first day of Advent. So here we go. We're going to start this off. So welcome and thank you for being here. Christmas is not that far away, and maybe you're looking for the perfect gift? Try something unique from 31. They have gifts for everyone. They have purses, bags for baseball moms, cooler lunch bags for your college kiddo gift, gifts for your pets, and more. I personally have purchased the coolers and got a keychain a few years ago that was amazing. So they, so, and they also have a sale going on right now at up to 55% off the holiday collection. Remember to order by December 11th for an on-time Christmas delivery. I don't have the... <laughs> I don't have the... <laughs> the website address, but I'll put it on my Facebook page. Okay, welcome back. I'm excited you're here today. And about going... And about... I'm also excited about going on this adventure that I've never been on. So we're going to talk about hope today because Advent started this week. Again, I've never did Advent growing up. I don't know if it's a relatively new thing that all churches do or we just never did it. I have no idea. I thought Advent was more like a, like a Catholic thing and, or, I mean, I remember having like Advent calendars but they were, you know, be able to open the little trinket boxes and you get like a trinket every day. Or my grandma used to have one where you got a candy cane every day. And of course, my favorite one used to be the Disney one where you decorated the tree. So it wasn't really faith-based on any of those. Um, so I didn't associate it with faith or Christ. Even when we did it with my mom, I sort of went through the motions but never really studied it deeply. So I was listening to Joyce Myers, and she did a quick thing on the Hope Advent uh, yesterday. And I started thinking, hey, maybe, um, I apologize, my computer is very loud. Um, so uh, I was thinking that maybe I should look into that. So I tried to do the Bible study. They said there was a Bible study on Joyce Myers' website, but I couldn't find it. I looked all over and did, did the thing and couldn't find it so I started doing other research so what exactly do you think hope means to you for me I'm gonna be really honest with you hope was a word that I use like in anticipation of something that's not gonna happen so this Christmas has been kind of stressful I'm not gonna lie so I keep saying things like I hope that things get better and I hope that this is going to happen. But that's really like a statement I make instead of a, a belief statement or to put my faith into something. Um, because I, I usually say that to something that I don't think is going to happen. Um, my husband had some uh, craziness going on at work this year. 
Um, I'm working about 60 hours a week and trying not to burn out. And I'm trying to also keep this podcast going because I love it. Um, and my my youngest is getting college acceptance letters to places like Corpus Christi, which is, you know, too far away for this mama. But I want him to go where he wants to go and I want him to be happy. But let's let's be honest, the holidays don't always bring the most amazing thoughts of hope, right? Like they can be hard for people, especially financially. Like like having money troubles during Christmas is like the absolute worst. And that is kind of going through right now. Um and so I'm gonna I'm I'm just being honest. It's easier to be honest behind a microphone than it is to be honest to, to my friends. I'm not gonna lie. So, so, so let's go with what you think hope is. So the Webster Dictionary definition of hope is to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen to be true, to desire with expectation or obtainment or fulfillment, to expect with confidence or trust. So again, hope for me is a word I use when it's something that I don't think will happen you know like you know when you know that you're going to work and it's gonna not be great you I tell my husband you know I hope you have a great day you know I know it's gonna be a rough day so I hope that there's some way that it can become a good day but I don't think that's the way the word hope is used um you know I've said things like I hope I get a new car but unless, you know, the prices decrease anytime soon, I am not getting a new car. Um, so I discovered some interesting things in my, like, study of all this. Um, and so when they do the Advent, they have, like, these candles that they light every week in December. And the first one is called Hope. So according to Christianity, Christianity.com, and funny enough, by an author named Hope, Billinger, um, these candles let us have, or these, the, the representation, ah, I can't talk today. The representation of hope is that God will fulfill his prophecies that he declared in the Old Testament about Jesus. And so the first week at Advent marks the beginning of the Advent season in a period of preparation and anticipation for the celebration of the birth of Christ, right? So that, you know, of all the other things that Christmas is, we still focus on the fact that, you know, the majority of the word is Christ. So, you know, we celebrate Christmas, right? And so this week focuses around the hope or the expectation of, of the birth of Christ, things like that. Um... But it also represents the anticipation of the coming of Jesus Christ and the hope that this brings to the world. So right now it's pretty tough to um, think <laughs> that the world's, you know, a fun place and that we want to be at. So I would think that having hope that Jesus Christ is returning is a, a, a little small bright spot in the um, the Bible verses that talk about this return of a Messiah started out in the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament, and it foretold the birth of a Messiah. 
This Messiah is Jesus Christ, and he's coming to spread light on a dark world. This is interesting because because Josh and I were, you know, Josh and my son and I were recently having a conversation about how the world feels really dark right now. And I know everybody says, you know, their generation feels dark and the people are crazy and, and whatever, but I don't know. I kind of feel like this is a little extreme right now. Um, so, and I try to be pretty optimistic about places and things, but politically and the climate, not, not the like weather climate, but the energy climate of the world and the people and, and the way that they can just be mean to people all the time, I just feel like it's exceptionally dark than it has been before. So there, um, so, so what we have to try and focus on is that there's a time of waiting with hope and faith that Christ is coming, right? Like he is coming back. And now, do I think he's coming back tomorrow? No, I don't. Do I think he's coming back soon? I have no idea. But I do think that there is a time, whether it's in my lifetime, my kids' lifetime, my great-grandkids' lifetime, you know, I don't know. But I do believe that he is coming again, and I think that we this is a time where we rekindle that faith and look at the world no matter how dark that there's a light because we have hope that christ is coming back so again this is all really new to me um and it's not it may not be to some of you out there it may be something you guys have always done you've always researched and you know all this information so you know you can always like message me and let me know what you think about all this. But I was right in the sense that the Catholic Church was one of the first that adopted this tradition as far back as the Middle Ages. And it was a way to prepare them for Christmas. The word Advent actually comes from the Latin word Adventus, which means arrival. So like we're preparing for Christ's arrival. Sometimes um, the candles are placed in like a circle or a wreath. Actually, I think the majority of the time they're placed in a circle, but sometimes they're placed in a wreath, um, which also re represents eternity and everlasting life, which comes from John 3.16. Um, excuse me. Isaiah 9.6-7 says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, and Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. So, we have hope that that the prophecies about Jesus's second arrival to the earth will be fulfilled. But we hope with the expectation that will happen and not that it might happen. So again, that goes back to the way I use the word hope is that I don't, you know, I'm not going to use hope in the sense that, oh, I hope that he comes back. No, I'm like, dude, like he's coming back. We, we say that he's coming back, right? So, um, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. I love this verse because I believe that Christ is coming back someday. And again, do I think it's soon? I have no idea. But I hope he also, that the hope also makes me think about my mom. And so when my mom was sick, um, we all hoped that she would get better. But she didn't get better. But we were... We were talking about a different hope. This hope is like talking about when Christ comes back. So that means I get to see her too. 
and she will be walking and she will be healthy and she will be smiling and all the pain that she endured endured in her life here that'll be all gone from her and i think this is a person that would be totally different than the person she was here because she went through a lot in her life besides being sick and so i can't wait to see that person like how exciting is that to see someone who has been through so much in life and be in heaven and and then i'll be totally different happy all the time not battling depression not battling sickness not battling what you think worrying about what other people think of you be who you are i think it's amazing and that is hope <clears throat> and that is the hope we're talking about <clears throat> sorry <laughs> um and it's not the hope that something will happen that or something that might happen it's the it's the hope that something will happen it's the light that lights up the dark and it's the light that darkness cannot put out because light is the absence of darkness another one of my favorite authors max lucado which i love him if you ever if you, if you don't like to read you should read him because he he seriously writes in pictures. He is so descriptive in his writing. I love to read his books. So that's a side note there for him. But he he makes really he makes it fun to read. I'm reading his book on uh, Bethlehem right now, um, and it, it's just fun to read. I, I really enjoy it. But anyway, um, he says that hope is not what you'd expect. It is what you would never dream it is a wild improbable tale with a pinch me i'm dreaming ending hope is not grant a granted wish or a favor performed no it's greater than that it's a zany unpredictable dependence on god who loves to surprise us out of our socks and be there in the flesh to see our reaction like so you can totally see all that right like i love the way he writes um, I'm also reading a Advent book called A Thrill of Hope, which is 25 Advent readings for Christmas Day on also on Christianity.com. Um, and it states that love hopes all things, but abide faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these love. So that's a, a little bit taken from first first Corinthians thirteen. So it's part of seven and part of thirteen. So it's not the whole thing. So if you want to look at what the whole thing says, you can look it up. But this book goes on to say, maybe hope isn't actually something we do, but something we receive, which is an interesting concept, right? Like grace. Hebrews eleven six says that without faith, it is impossible for us to please him. So just maybe, and I think this is a really interesting take on how I look at this. Faith is something we give to God. Hope is something he gives to us. And then we have this dynamic relationship, right? Then love is built on hope, which is built on faith. So they're all intertwined and we have them all together. And that's how we have a relationship with God. Totally cool, right? Like amazing. And it's just, it was so fun to research this. Um, so the darkness may be trying to take our world. And sometimes it seems hopeless. But remember that an eternal flame of hope exists all the time. And hope lives all the time. We have to study. We have to live the life we want to live for God. And hope's going to always be there. 
So look at hope as more of a... a, a <laughs> so look at hope as less than a wishful thought and view it as a more like secure reassurance. God will not fail us. So look at this week and remember what this month brings. God sent his son to the earth so we can be forgiven, so we can build our faith, so we can hope that God and Christ will return. And we will not only get to see God, but we also be reunited with the ones we love. And I'm convinced with the dogs that we love too. Um, And so if you have your own like Advent wreath of your own, light the hope candle this week. Do your research of what you think hope is and decide what it means to you. I will be lighting my candle on my mom in my mom's memory with the hope that she is enjoying Christmas in heaven, where I know they have the most beautiful Christmas lights ever. If you would like to read along with me um, on the 25-day Advent readings for Christmas, you can go to Christianity.com and a little pop-up pops up, and you just put your email in it, and they just send you the whole book to your email, and it's totally free. It's totally cool. So um, I really enjoyed that, and I'm enjoying reading it. Um, on his first day of this thing, it's called Oh Christmas Tree, and we talked about this. I was raised thinking, uh, raised that Christ wasn't born on Christmas. Like, he was born, like, well, they said in September. I know some people have said summer, and I know a lot of people believe that it's not exactly where, like, he wasn't born on Christmas Day kind of thing. But um, I think it's great that we celebrate at the end of the year because I think it helps everybody wrap up things from the year and it's time to celebrate and it doesn't matter you know I, I have a cousin that was born on Christmas day and he celebrated his cousin his um birthday in the summer as like a half birthday kind of thing where he could you know not be overwhelmed by the Christmas um scuttlebutt <laughs> um and stuff so I thought that I thought that was a great time. So I, I do love all the traditions. I love to go look at lights. I love to do all the things that are Christmas. But <clears throat> remember why we're doing it. Remember that at the same time, it matters that he came. It matters that he was a baby. It matters that he grew up and did all the things he did so he could save us. So enjoy this time and remember what it's all about because it is amazing time. So join join me on this journey of walking through Advent together because I think I'm going to cover the rest for the rest of the month. So that's what we got. Um, I'm excited to learn all these new things and prepare for Christmas. Um, I'll be posting pictures of our Advent along the way, so make sure you like and follow our Instagram page and Facebook page. And remember, you can listen to the podcast on iHeart, Spotify, Alexa, Podbean, and more. And I wish you guys a great week and a very Merry Christmas.